Hello, everyone. Welcome to Silverline Behind the Frame with Micah and Josiah Ness. I'm Micah, and this is episode number four. On this episode, I'm joined by the Denim family, and I was able to spend an evening with them at the Western Hunt Expo in Salt Lake this spring. And I talk with Chris Denham and his son, Mark, and daughter, Courtney. And this family is all about the outdoors and entrepreneurship, and we really delve into how Western Hunter was started, the magazine, and also TV show and, and other things, and and how also wilderness athlete and outdoorsmen came to be a part of that family as well. And my brother and I grew up with a very solid family business history, and we can really relate with a lot of the things that the Denham family has encountered during their growth. And so we talk about the benefits of working with family and explore these three very different businesses that they have, and yet how very connected they all are. And there's some really great insights that you can glean for yourself, for your business, and we hope you enjoy it. So we are sitting here in Salt Lake City, Utah. First day is done of the Hunt Expo, and we are here with the the, the denims, the, the, <laughs> the troop. Of, I mean, is this? I don't, I'm sorry, I don't even know. Is this all? Like, how many more? Is there? Is there just more? Just the most important the, one. This is it for Carla. families. Oh this yeah, is, just the. There's. Well, no, I mean for I mean the people that are actually in the industry right. in the in, oh, yeah. in this. Part, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yes. but I mean your family though. Is it how like how much? Like, one mom. One more mom. This is one. <laughs> but no other siblings, though. That's no. Like, we have cousins oh. that work in the businesses, oh, but they're not okay. here. Right. Yeah. But as far as the the siblings, yes, like, cause, just I mean, because I come up from a big family, and we worked for the family business growing up. Like my dad had a construction business, so I was used to working with sisters and brothers and all all of that. Luckily, so. there's just two of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we had like, seven in our family, so I was yeah. like, that's that's a bit more. <laughs> We do have uh, we have uh, one of my nephews, one of Mark and Cordy's cousins, that that is kind of responsible for the warehouse right now. He's yeah. working toward that, and one of one of my nieces, their cousins, worked worked in the business as well. Mm-hmm. And Jake uh, and Alex worked the summers in the Jake warehouse. Jake and Alice, and, yeah. and, uh, and even before even before Western Hunter, and even before we had Wilderness Athlete, my my sister in law was was answering the phone for Western Hunter magazine <laughs> and shipping product out of her really? garage. Yeah, wow. Every oh, cousin but one Dunham has worked for the companies yeah, in one, some, one way, shape, or form. At some really. <laughs> <laughs> Katie and Cecily, too. Katie. Yeah. No, Cecily used to work for us. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cecily did. Yeah, when she was younger. Yeah. Yeah. Just Katie. Yep. Just That's Katie. It. Pressure's on, on, Katie. Katie. <laughs> <laughs> we got to perform here. So keep up with the name. Yeah. Um, so, so we have Chris, we got Courtney, and we got Adam. Mark. Yeah. Mark. Mark, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How many Where have I been drinking? Like, yeah, that's... <laughs> yes. Shinerbach is pretty so, intense. Yeah, yeah. You double it, triple it. Yeah, yeah. A couple more of these, I might so. start calling myself Adam. So. Yes. If I start yes. calling you Adam. Yes. Chris, Courtney, and Mark. Mark. Yes, yes. Sorry. And so, yeah, we're here at the Hunt Expo. You guys have been here a few times. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this show has been going for a while. Yeah, it's been going for a while. I don't know the exact year that it started, but I mean, it's the I heard thirteen year. years. 13. Yeah, and we've been here every yeah. year. The outdoorsman's have been here every year. Every single year. We were the first yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And how how did so? What was the initial entry to the outdoor industry for for your family? You said before you know wilderness athlete. Before like, what was the first? the first step into this kind of industry for you guys? Gosh, darn it. It really, it starts with me. You know, I was in, uh, worked in retail in Arizona. Then I I started working as a sales rep. Mm -hmm. And one of my lines, fortunately, was Swarovski. Mm -hmm. And of course, as an independent sales rep, you had a whole bunch of lines. And I used to take these two with me to, well, they work, or I I did a lot of work in conservation organizations. So like all of our banquets, uh, youth hunts, they were always getting drug along on those. Uh, my wife, Willingly, hopefully. I mean, just, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> my wife, their mom, was, yeah. she was she's a physician, yeah. a psychiatrist. So, like, in those early years when they were really young, she was in residency and then, you know, studying for boards. Like, on weekends, she was mm-hmm. she was busy, so I was dragging them along on stuff. And I drug them along on it. Uh, a lot of them were, like... Uh, uh, weekend like big archery shoots where I would set up a booth and be showing Swarovski stuff and selling samples and doing stuff like that and these two would be in the booth with me and I think the first ones I still remember that one that it was a uh, 
was a bow hunter happening when it was out at the the Flagstaff uh, camp fairgrounds. Yeah, under the tent. Mark there. was well, not under the. You remember them under the tent? Mm-hmm. I remember that was even before that. It was the next year when it was in a, a metal building. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. getting an upgrade. Mark That's... was probably five, and you were probably eight. I still remember I was selling camouflage. I had a camouflage clothing line, mm-hmm. and uh, I, w- I was just getting rid of samples. It was a line that we had dropped, and I was just getting rid of samples. That was Courtney's job was to s- to sell the samples, but uh, I didn't have so any. So she of my was hawking goods marked. early on. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and I turn around after a while. She's got them all marked and labeled and organized by size and yeah. females and males and you know sizes. <laughs> Everything's I'm like mine was never that organized as a, as a rep. Uh, but it's, it's uh, good to have people that can have those skills. Right. <laughs> Helps you out later in life. Right. <laughs> and I was drug, uh, Mark went along on quite a few hunts early on too. Even you remember one that I even took him on a hunt that I, a sheep hunt that I guided once. Really? Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Just, just yeah. trucking right in, right in with him. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't, you know, willing at all times, but sure. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was fun. And I definitely remember those early, those early hunts with, uh, you know, with Floyd. I mean, Floyd was on, on some of them and, and Pete, Pete Similera, I still right. remember hunting with Pete a lot. But, uh, yeah, that was that was some early stuff for sure. Yep. And then uh, and then early hunts, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cordy killed an elk when she was 10. Wow. And right Mark out of the was, gate. Mark was <laughs> six then. I don't know. He hadn't turned seven yet because it was in I was September. Seven, yeah. yeah. I killed. She did beat me, though. I killed an elk when I was 11. Oh. So yeah. She beat me on that one. Right. <laughs> Two Arizona elk. Yeah. 10 wow. 11 years old. That's not. So That's by good. default, they were inaugurated, inaugurated in this business very, very early on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it seems like it was kind of a, a natural progression because it, it involved something that you enjoyed doing with the hunting. It wasn't just a, a business. I mean, right. it was also a, a something you enjoyed as a pastime right. as well. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, back then, the hunting wasn't the, the business. You know, the hunting was right. the, the vacation. That was the you time know, to get away from. It was the escape. Yeah. yeah. Now it's, I mean, now it's all, all of our hunts are our business, you know, technically. But, mm-hmm. you know, back then it was like, that's what you did for fun. And that's, that's what's really solidified, like being able to go do that and still enjoy it, even though it is, does feel like, it can feel like work sometimes. Yeah. You still look back and you're like, nope, this is a vacation that I get to call work. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And you can still keep it. I mean, at least for, for me, when I go out on a trip, I mean, even though part of it isn't tied in with work, it's yeah. still, it's what I enjoy to do. I mean, some people say, right. don't do what you love for work. Cause then it's no longer fun. It's like, I, I don't agree with that at all. No, I mean, it sounds like you guys are disagree. all, <laughs> none of us same. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It's like, I mean, it's, you're spending so much time working. Like why not do something that you actually enjoy doing? Right. I mean, that's, and that, yeah, that's pretty cool. That being able to keep that in the family and. Obviously yeah, there's no one various. better. I mean, well, what's funny no is <laughs> the last, the first and last elk I killed was when I was 10 years old, but I fell in love with this industry. <laughs> like I haven't. So at least you got one. Yeah. No, I haven't yeah. hunted. I went on a brief deer hunt after that and um, made a decision that I just, I loved the industry and I loved being part of this family, but I'm, I'm not a hunter myself. And, yeah. but I love this industry. I love, I, I don't know if I love talking about hunting all day long, <laughs> but <laughs> I enjoy talking about hunting. I love the industry. I love the camaraderie. I love the idea that these guys put food on our table and I've fallen in love with the people that we get to serve in this industry and yeah. the, all the different aspects of the, the gear and the nutrition and the mm-hmm. public, the, you know, the yeah. publications and everything. And so I love it, but in a different way than these guys do for yeah. sure. But it yeah. definitely makes it, it, it takes a lot off our plates because someone stays home love exactly i mean <laughs> it seriously yeah. does like we joke about it but it's really nice to have somebody that really yeah. does enjoy that back end type stuff like the spreadsheets and the building yeah. and all it's that the necessary stuff. because it ta- yeah. it's the necessary stuff that we're like oh but it's september man like i i can't pay bills for three weeks because i gotta go scouting or you know you gotta it's that type of yeah. stuff that yeah. you're like Courtney loves it, and mm-hmm. it's, it's. I the love back end. September. It's so nice and it's quiet. quiet. <laughs> and <laughs> get the office to myself. Yeah. I mean, Everyone's I don't have gone. to step on people's toes. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> uh, hopefully, no fires have to be put yeah. out. Because, Very rarely. Yeah. And if yeah. so, I, I can usually handle. Because most of your customers are also out. <laughs> yeah. Hunting, no, September so you is. Really, don't have to yeah. worry about much. Yeah, August exactly. is a peak for all of our companies, yeah. and then September gets a little slow, and I I enjoy it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I really figured figured out pretty young that Courtney that hunting was probably not in her future I think she was about 11 and we were up on the Kaibab and uh 
Kaibab's one of the most famous deer areas mm. all of North America, sure. deer. And they had youth hunts back then. There were doe hunts. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went up there, and we were sneaking around. There's a lot of deer, so it's not a big deal to find deer. But we found, we found some deer and got her set up in the bipod. She's all set up. Does are right there. Does and fawns are maybe 80 yards. And she's like, and she shot a lot by this, but we really worked hard on shooting. So she, <laughs> and, and the deer yeah. standing right there in the open. I'm like, okay, there's your shot, sweetie. And she's like, no, it's not a good shot. And I'm looking, I'm like, that's a really good shot. Yeah. And she's like, no, not yet. So the, and it moves into a brush. And then it finally comes out the other side. Same routine. And she's like, and finally I just picked the gun up. And I said, what's the matter? She goes, well, I don't want to shoot the mom with the babies that close. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is probably not yeah. in your heart. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's it's, it's got made to be clear now. Yeah. <laughs> it's either part of your genetics or it's not. I'm yeah. totally convinced I of that. I still only, I mean, a spider, I'll kill. I'll kill spiders real hard. But anything else, I don't, I just, I just don't yeah. want to do it. Mouse, but that's snakes, the thing. N- you're all no. good. N- uh, good. A rattlesnake, because yeah. only because I'm protecting, if I have to protect, then yes. I, I would kill. I know I would. But and so if I had to protect a, my dogs from a rattlesnake, Not for sure. Steve, just the dogs. Well, right. no. And yeah. Steve, you know, the people I love, too. Yes. <laughs> all, of, all of the people. Yeah. But in a tarantula or any type of spider, I will kill. But it's, uh, yeah, I remember that, that moment very clearly. And I just, it's just not, I love other things a lot more. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. which, yeah. and then, I, you know, I don't want to sound like a wishy-washy vegan or anything because I'm, by far not. Yes, but. yes. Very, very, very pro eating of <laughs> Yes, of, definitely. Of pro yeah, killing yes, of animals. Yes. <laughs> I just don't want to do it myself. Yeah. And that I can admit that. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it takes all sides. Yeah. And obviously yeah. this. Well, and this... I respect the hell out of people who can. Like I watch episodes of him hunting. And yeah. like there's, a, you know, that episode where he says like, um, thank you, old man. Like to the deer, that's a beautiful moment. And I respect that. It's it's painful to take a life. I don't want to do it. I'm too cowardly, apparently. <laughs> and so I'm so blessed that the men around me and the women around me too, but yeah. in my case, uh, mostly the men, are are doing that. I'm really blessed because yeah. I get to eat really good food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, she does eat pretty well. Yeah. That's for sure. So, so how did it uh, progress into the various avenues that it is separated out into now? I mean, it, it started more as repping these companies and, and selling right. those brands. But yeah, it, it's a it, it it's I wouldn't call it complicated. It was just an evolution that yeah. just it was just happening, just like evolution, just slowly but surely. The uh, I was in the rep business. Um, the first account I ever worked with. I mean, the very first day I was on the job as a rep, I met this guy named Floyd Green. He owned this store called The Outdoorsman's. They had just placed their very first Swarovski order, and The Outdoorsman's, of course, is the store is is our retail store that Mark yeah. now manages. Cordy's the CEO of. And uh, and they just bought their first major order ever, and it was like six pieces of Swarovski. And mm-hmm. um, and then Floyd was a dry ground lion hunter. I grew up working for dry ground lion hunters that are extremely famous in, in southern Arizona. So we kind of hit it off right away. And uh, and then really like these trade shows, like the, yeah. the, the Salt Lake City show, the Wild Sheep Foundation show. The back then the RMEF show was a really big deal. The SCI show. We started traveling these show circuits together, and and uh, that's essentially when we developed the tripod. Was during these road trips, um, yeah. Outdoorsman's tripod, and then uh, I left the rep business, um, and that's when Floyd came up with the idea of starting uh, a magazine, which we called Western Optics Hunter back in the day, mm. and it was really it was what we called a matalog. <laughs> it, it, the matalog is right, you know, part catalog, part magazine. More, oh, more catalog yeah. and magazine. It just has sure. some stories included that told you how to use our products. Yeah. And some, ins- you know, maybe some inspired. And, yeah, it's just a yeah. multi-purpose publication, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And, uh, but then all of a sudden people wanted to subscribe to make sure they got it. And then mm-hmm. we had people that wanted to advertise. And we said, man, we got to, we're going to take this thing serious or not. So yeah. then we incorporated it separately and started Western Optics Hunter Magazine, which then I, when I took over, we changed the name to Western Hunter Magazine just to simplify things mm-hmm. and uh and it just started from there and uh you know we just have grown the magazine i think we're actually in like our 16th year now wow of publication with it yeah and you know then i met nate simmons and we started western hunter tv and and then all the the offshoots and then of course during that time these guys were 
junior high elementary school yeah. and, and evolving and um and then Courtney when she was in college she went she was actually down in Mexico uh, studying and she's she decided she said I really want to rebuild your website and I was like I just paid some guy like three thousand dollars for a website which yeah. at the time was like astronomical money. yeah and I said but you're gonna have to learn how to write HTML code and she goes I I, I had think watched I one try. YouTube video. So. Yeah. So oh, she yeah. sat in, in a I Starbucks. Like, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but there are ways yeah. to get this. Guanajuato, Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> sat in a Starbucks and watched YouTube videos. And like, wow. uh, it was like, two, this was a Friday. On Tuesday, she sends me a sample of our website. And it's already better than the guy that I just paid a whole bunch of money to build. Wow. And uh, thank you, That was technology. how Cordy got started, you know, with, <laughs> with, with, with the whole company. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Again, it's just it just continued to evolve from then. We just don't. I would never say there's like even a grand plan for everything we're doing from a digital standpoint yeah. to a, from TV to publication. It's just like what's the next best move? Yeah. What's the best, next most logical move? Yeah. And where is that? Because especially in today's world, I I mean I don't know where we're going to be two two years from now. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try to worry. I'm not even going to worry my little head about that. It's just yeah. what do we what do we need to do in the next few months to yeah. be a little bit better. Yeah, growing organically. And, yeah, and exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. it. When you just can keep, keep producing going. really good content and mm-hmm. uh, producing really good products and you know really quality marketing materials and hire good people and just see where it goes. Yeah, and and then so when did Wilderness Athlete kind of come into the picture? So 2009. Um, so I had just graduated from college or high school. I was still in college um, during the the lowest part of the downturn. Um, the original wilderness athlete basically went under um, and we're looking to liquidate their assets. And basically their assets were the rest of the inventory um, and some apparel and the domain name and the trademark. And so through friends of friends and, and people that worked with us, coach P and my dad and Floyd met um, in reserve, New Mexico. Right. I've heard this story many times. I was not there, <laughs> but I've heard right. the story. This is how it's done. Yeah. And, um, they purchased the the remaining assets of the original Wilderness Athlete in the intention of starting an apparel company. Uh, they mm. loved the name Wilderness Athlete. They thought it would resonate with the outdoorsmen and Western Hunter uh, yeah. client base or customer base. And so they bought, you know, all of the name and everything. And, and I joke because they always say, we turn the website back on. And being from like the website <laughs> of things, I'm like, oh, yeah, because yeah. that's how it works. You just flip it yeah. on. Yeah. Um, but they turned the website Ding. back on after it had been gone for months. It, yeah. Months, right? Yeah, go probably six to seven months. Yeah, right? a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like sold a bunch of stuff. And I don't know what a bunch of stuff was like, nowadays. Right, $400. Yeah, <laughs> like, looking back, <laughs> it was a, probably a couple hundred a good bucks. order. <laughs> <laughs> but they were like, well, people are buying multivitamins and, and bars and, yeah. and altitude advantage. And when I go back and read the forums and all of that that I've, can find from that time there was definitely a pent-up demand like people were like what happened to wilderness athlete i really thought they were on the right track and it was just the they were at the wrong place at the wrong time coach p was 15 years ahead of his time i still say he pioneered the the hunter athlete Mm -hmm. and and no one wanted to give him any credit at that point in time and then the economy wasn't ready to support it and so they turned the website back on and realized like this nutrition game is a valuable thing to be in we've got the best formulator in the country, the best manufacturer in the country, and the best face of the company we could possibly ask for in in Mark Paulson in the country. And so they decided to continue down the nutrition world rather than making an apparel company, which yeah. nowadays is kind of ironic to look back at because the apparel game probably is a better yeah. one to get into. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know. so it's a little simpler, I would think. A little. It's a little less science involved, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Did I tell the story right? No, absolutely. I, I mean, I still yeah. remember sitting in, in uh, enchiladas and uh, in, in Mexican restaurant and, <laughs> and, tell, and Floyd tell me, bringing up the idea. And I was like, dude, I think we could spray wilderness athlete on t-shirts of spray paint. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just such a good name. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there was a lot of truth in that. It was yeah. a great name. It has, it has the right ring to it. Right. Yeah. And it, and it was, a, like you were saying, it's not a, it was not a common concept then. Now we think of it just as synonymously as with right, a right. lot of hunting. Now it's, you're going to be approaching it in at the athletic mm-hmm. approach. Right. And, well, when it first like flipped over that it became a, a common thing to talk about. I remember us being looking at kind of looking at each other and being like, Oh God, they're just now getting this. Like we've been doing, we've been literally busting yeah. our butts to make this 
you know, work in this industry for so many years. And, and even before we started, Coach P was at this for a, t- a decade prior. Actually, you go back to his old, the oh, old yeah. videos and stuff. I mean, it's 20 years prior. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, an influx of, of this happening between Train to Hunt and some of our, you know, competing nutrition lines in the industry and whatnot <clears throat> all came on around, you know, I don't know, five, four years ago, five, five years yeah, ago. Five years, maybe. And all of a sudden it was like, you know, which supplement company do you use and how do you train and da, 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 da. And we're all looking at each other like, what the hell? Like we've been talking about this yeah. for so long. This is not new. But it was a blessing, you know. It was it was great. We're all. I mean, our company grew more that year than than it's. You know, well, we've grown a lot since then. But that was definitely a huge <laughs> yeah. springboard for our company is when this industry finally took it and embraced it. And so having Western Hunter and Outdoorsman's as kind of the backbone of of mm-hmm. that company was a huge blessing. We were able to take the knowledge and expertise and, and the, you know, infrastructure that was built and kind of weave wilderness athlete into it. And that was awesome. Yeah. 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 It was really, when we started Western Hunter magazine, the the whole idea wasn't to make money in the publication business. Mm. It was to support the products that we knew would come in the future. And then we had at the time it would come in the future. Yeah. So when the wilderness athlete came along, it was like, wow, this is why we did this, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, is this company right here. Well, and yeah. Wilderness Athlete owes Western Hunter a huge <laughs> debt of gratitude. If we yeah. look back at our sales from like, in fact, I have a, we have a poster board that we found from 2012. Um, it's sitting in our back hallway. I don't know if you've seen it. No one's thrown it away. It's <laughs> oh, really bugging me. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh like our gosh. sales meeting it's from like 2012. Months. I know yeah, it's been there yeah. for months because we found it in a storage room. It's anyway. Classic. It's our, <laughs> it's really annoying because I just keep waiting for someone else to throw it away. And like, I don't have to be the I'll one to throw it. it away. Now that I know what it is, I thought it was the neighbor's stuff. <laughs> it says literally like energy and focus, hydrate, recover. It. Really? Seriously? <laughs> I always thought it was trash when I walked by. <laughs> anyway, you'll notice that the number one sellers Memories. are multivitamins. Yeah. And it was because Western Hunter run this ran this ad over and over and over in Western Hunter magazine about multivitamins. And we pushed it hard back mm-hmm. in 2012. And that was, for two years, our best-selling product. And it's still, still real close. Yeah, yeah it's still top five yeah. for sure. Yeah. But it's uh, we definitely owe Western Hunter a debt of gratitude for the publicity side of things. Yeah. And then Outdoorsman's, I mean, we lived at the Outdoorsman's right. until yeah. 20. Uh, what was it, 15 that we moved? 15, wasn't it? 14 or 15. 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so we lived there and shipped out of there, did everything out of our 1,100 square foot, 1,100? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Wow. I mean, 1,100 square yeah. foot building in downtown Phoenix. Wow. Downtown, That's... saying it lightly, um, in <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> um, we did everything out of there. We shipped yeah. for both companies out of there for a long time. And it wow. wasn't until 2015 that we moved Wilderness Athlete to Fountain Hills, and then 2017 that we moved Outdoorsman to Fountain Hills. So, yeah. Now we have this big, beautiful space and this big warehouse. And before, we literally, for the two companies, had 1,100 square feet. Wow. We did that for at least a decade. (laughs) I mean, small beginnings. I mean, it helps you to to build that base to make use of what you can at that time. And then once you're able to grow into that larger amount. I mean, I I, I tell people all the time, I said, when, when we... When we picked up the the remnants of Wilderness Athlete, we had two nickels to rub together, and we spent those two nickels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so every nickel and then we, we borrowed used, a couple more yeah, nickels. Yeah, yeah, a few more nickels. We, it's yeah. cash flowing Keep itself, rubbing. you know, all along. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, we didn't, you know, try to bring bring in, you know, big money partners, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's just like, hey, we're gonna make this thing work on the cash it generates for the most part. Yeah, I mean, we do. Yeah. We've grown a lot. We have more assets now to to mm-hmm. work with, but. At the time, it was for many years. It was just like just grinding out that inventory yeah. right there. That's that's what we got to work with today. Yeah, you know? yeah. And how did you, even with each of you being in part of the different companies, like was it just a natural progression or a natural lean towards these different arenas, or how did that kind of um, go for each of you? I took. I mean, I took a, a little bit of a hiatus for <laughs> for a little while. I joined. I like right out of high school. I joined the Marine Corps for. Um, small hiatus yeah, Just, it, was yeah. A, a it was definitely a quick one but uh <laughs> and it was it was reserves um so i was mm-hmm. gone for about a year and yeah. then and then came back and absolutely like during that time between i went to college for a little bit at asu and then a little bit longer <laughs> at, at prescott in prescott at, at uh, uh yavapai college i went to a uh, i got a gunsmithing degree from there mm-hmm. but during that time like during my time at asu i had zero i mean it wasn't even i first off i had no idea what i was going to do but it was not 
pointing towards the outdoor industry at all. Yeah. I remember asking you if you'd ever want to work at the outdoors and then you giving me a bunch of attitude, but that's all you ever gave me back <laughs> yeah. then. So. Yeah. That's all I really, really gave you. Family, no, family, family. Um, but no, it wasn't, it wasn't going towards there at yeah. all. And then, uh, then I started working or, and then I, then I went to college in Prescott and started working the road show again with outdoorsman's and I had done it a year prior and, and just, I, I really liked it. And then when I got back, I was living with Courtney for a little while and filled in at the outdoorsman's for, I mean, it was only supposed to be a couple of weeks and I was, it had a lot to do with the fact that I was working construction yeah. in July in Phoenix <laughs> during that time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was like, Ooh, I can fill in for a couple of weeks at this company that I already know all of their products. It's super easy for me to just jump in. And they have air conditioning. Yeah, air conditioning. So and not be outside in right. like barely at the old place. Barely and sometimes the, old place. Yeah. the AC went the out. The air conditioning was way better than the heat. But <laughs> yeah. And then after that, after those two weeks, I filled in. Um, I got a, Floyd offered me a full time position, and uh, and obviously I was kind of like, yeah, let's let's go ahead and give this a shot. And mm-hmm. that was two and a half years ago. So it definitely. Yeah. But there was a there was a section there where, like hunting, hunting was still a great thing to do with my dad yeah but there was no inkling of a of a profession in it whatsoever yeah yeah and and what was it uh i guess the opportunity but then led to kind of rekindling of something that you had a passion for or what was kind yeah, of the, I mean, the gunsmithing school because like i went to i went to asu for a little while and and uh majored in you know kegs and you know and, and partying which most a lot of people do at asu mm-hmm. and then we remember we were sitting in we're sitting in line at Sears at 11:45 p.m. Yes, on Black Friday, that you know, the night before Black yeah. Friday. Yeah. Oh man. To buy for Courtney, a fridge? For because fridge. it was my first house. To I had no Courtney money. A fridge. <laughs> to That's buy important. Courtney a fridge, exactly. And we're standing in line, and we're 9,000 people back in line because we got there late. Of course, we had no idea that how to Black Friday it's a big shop. Deal. It's me and Chris. You yeah, better bring a dad. tent. Exactly. <laughs> and we're sitting there talking, and I, admittedly, I just just flunked out of ASU. And, um, I mean, I'll admit it, it was bad, but he was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't, I have really any idea at this point. And he goes, well, why you like guns? I said, well, yeah, I, mean, I love guns. They're, they're like, I mean, they're one of my biggest hobbies. They're just guns in general. Anything that goes boom, I love. And he goes, why don't you go to a, like a gunsmithing program? And I remember looking at him and saying, what? There's gunsmithing programs? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, there's get like one of the best for this. Ones. <laughs> it was one of the best ones in the country is up in Prescott. And, uh, literally like that the next day I looked into it and applied. Mm. Like it was, it was just immediate, like back into the interest in the gun part of it, the firearm part of it. And then from that, like after I went to the school and, and that was like three years after three years later, I graduated, it was just, it, it rekindled the interest in the industry because mm-hmm. during that time I was working with so many people in that hunting industry with his friends and, yeah. and stuff like that, that it, just, it rekindled it a hundred percent. So I was, I was much more interested in actually, you know, making a living in the industry instead of just using it as a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a change of, of, of focus, realizing what opportunities there are and also right. the people that are that are in that i mean i feel yeah. like that's a big draw of the the the, the not just the industry but it's also the connections yeah. and the the first time the first time you get a taste of being able to make a dime at the thing you call a hobby it it can change your attitude like that a yeah. split second all of a sudden yeah. someone hands you a 20 dollar bill for you know putting a sight in a glock and you're like what people get paid to do this paid to do something I would do on the weekend. And then I was, I was like hooked from that point forward. And obviously it's not, I'm not gunsmithing now, but it was the same thing with the outdoors and everything. Like wait, I can make a living doing this. Are you, you know, it was something I used to do for a couple months, you know, on the road and I'd make some, you know, make some money, but I was Mm. like, Whoa, I can get a paycheck for this. That's cool. And so it just, it stemmed from there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how has, uh, I guess as, as the years have gone on, even with, with the magazine and how, how is that type of approach to promoting that? Have you seen it change over just even with the advertising and, and, and how you're getting it out to the public to compete? Or are you also transitioning to some, you know, digital side as well? Right. Or how has that kind of progression been yeah, for you guys? It's, it's been obviously a huge progression. I mean, when we, we first started, I mean, 20 years ago, 
publications were it. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to start a company, the first thing you did was come up with a good idea, go get a patent, get some inventory, and advertise in a magazine. Because mm-hmm. TV didn't exist, really. Uh, the internet didn't even exist. I mean, yeah. it's still, I think it's hard for, it's, it's even hard for me to, to acknowledge that 20 years ago, the inter- internet didn't exist. It's amazing. I've been in this business for so, so much longer than that, uh, that it just didn't even exist. It wasn't even an option. Yeah. And uh, so watching, you know, and of course there's the evolution of print is, has been interesting. I mean, people are, you know, still saying print is dead. No, print's actually growing. It's just niche publications are doing better than, the Time magazines and the Newsweeks and all of those publications that were rather generic, the Outdoor Life and the Field and Streams for that, you know, in, in our industry, for a good example. Mm-hmm. But where the niche publications, they, they may not be growing, but they have 10,000 real fans. Yeah. You know, you'll have in 10,000 customers is a pretty good number. And they're loyal. And they're loyal. Yeah. And, uh, and then, of course, TV's been gone down the same route. And then people say, well, network TV's dead. No, it's not dead. It's just changing. It's evolving. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still it's still a great, great, great way to reach a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of course, now you have to add in digital. Mm-hmm. You have to add in social media. You've got to keep, yeah. you know, you've got to have a good website. Um, all of those things, which is what Courtney's company, mm-hmm. Updated Media, which we haven't even talked about, fits into this whole scheme of things. We don't have to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Love you guys. We don't talk about Dan and Levi. <laughs> Doug. Hey, Doug. Doug. So yeah, we've had that. to you know evolve yeah. immensely, and yeah. uh, you know now from an like from income standpoint with with the publication, or we, you know I call it the publication, which is just an umbrella statement for mm-hmm. you know our email list, our social media, our YouTube presence, our digital, mm-hmm. uh, MOTV, digital TV, uh, you know the magazine itself. It's just you know podcast. It's all one. Used to be just one thing, Western Hunter Magazine. Mm-hmm. Now it's evolved into this you know big. Conglomeration yeah. of lots of forms of media, yeah, uh, digital media, you know, digital publication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's evolved immensely, yeah. and I I don't know where it's all going. Also, yeah. know is we got to keep doing what we're doing and keep doing it better than we did it before. And then mm-hmm. content is still king. Yeah, you know, it's still good content. Still is is a is a big deal. Yeah, and and has that still been helping to to drive the other companies as well as far as the the promoting through there or it taking the things that you've found through the publication and applying it to the other oh, yeah. organizations. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, we feed off each other. Yeah. yeah. He's Absolutely. like my favorite. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime we come up with a new idea to like reach target customers for Western Hunter, I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, can wilderness athlete be the test dummy for this? Can right. outdoorsmen's take the first email on this? Like yeah. you want to try a different way of campaigning or a, try a different email blast or try a different, whatever, something on the TV show. Please sign Wilderness Athlete and Outdoorsman's up because it always works. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it works. And obviously we've got years of rapport built up. Our The, the Western Hunter customer base knows the relationship in some way, shape, or yeah. form. So that helps. But uh, yeah, anytime we need to ring the cash register real quick for Wilderness Athlete, one great way is to work with Western Hunter on something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, whether it's a giveaway or a or an email blast or some sort of promotion or discount code or something, we uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. The con- the, I mean, we work with a lot of we, we do work with a lot of other great companies, but the content that can come out that does come out of Western Hunter every single time is priceless. I mean, because we always know it's going to be amazing, whether it be an email, an article, uh, you know, a blurb from uh, from Nate or a, a video from Nate or something featured on an episode or something like that. We mm-hmm. always know it's going to be the quality that we expect yeah. because we are so close with all with each other that it's just, it's just easy. You know, it's our easy way out. Usually <laughs> the easy way out is not the way you should take, but yeah. it is with us. But because- I feel like a lot of the relationships that Western hunters built with his, with your customers are similar to ours. Obviously they're not like yeah. his sons and daughters. Cause as we know, we're the, I think we're the only two. But Probably. like your other, <laughs> best I know, best I remember anyway. So. <laughs> your right. other relationships yeah. are also like every one of your advertisers were on a first name basis with. We would like, yeah. you know, take out for a drink and have a good time with, yeah, or, or you know, go out to coffee with, or mm-hmm. help out. I mean, you know, they're all they're all as close as we are, and most of his relationships or Western Hunters' relationships are now four, five, six, ten years old. Yeah. So it's it's not just because there's this 
nepotism going on. There's right. definitely yeah. what they're doing is solid and companies like Browning recognize right. it, you know, mm-hmm. and companies like Swarovski recognize it and they've recognized yeah. it year after year for a long time now. Yeah. I mean, it is to all of the, all of Western Hunter sponsors. We have a, I mean, a, a much more of a relationship with them than just an advertiser. I mean, we have at least one person at each of those companies that is like a, I mean, you can call up and, you know, and go have a drink with them after work. I mean, it's a, they're, they're very close and it's a very close knit mm-hmm. community for sure. Yeah. 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 And I guess for me, I grew up working with family and, and working with my dad and, and, and some people say that's not a good idea <laughs> and then it's not a, it doesn't really work. So obviously you guys have been able to make it work in, in, I mean, in different avenues, but still working very closely together right. over several years. So mm-hmm. what, uh, how how are you able to do that? I mean, I I know from our side, but just from outside people looking in. I Actually, think, I believe in. I give Courtney the credit for that. I was about to give <laughs> mom the credit. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> yes. It's, I mean, she's all, it's always mom. She, I mean, she holds it together. Credit, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but my wife's a psychiatrist, it. so she's got you know, uh-huh. her bullshit meter is really fine tuned. Yeah, they, you give yeah. me the credit, think, but I call mom when I have a problem. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. When, when my wife's cell phone goes off and it's Courtney, I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah either she needs yeah. a prescription Speakerphone. or she has an employee issue. <laughs> yeah. Could be, could be. But yeah, back to giving yeah. me the credit, let's hear about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> she wrote us in. I mean, well, yeah, she, she does. Yeah. She brings everybody in. I mean, yeah. the, the, the nieces and nephews that work for us, they don't show up thinking they're going to just cakewalk through it. They oh. show up knowing that there's a standard that they have to meet because their last name is Denim that is, is higher than anybody else. Right. They just know that. I mean, it's not. Uh, it was. I grew up. Um, my dad was a was a coach, so I you know I grew up in the sports world. My dad was the varsity basketball coach in our local town. Everybody knew my dad. Everybody. Yeah. So we grew up knowing that everything we did, we had to play at a little different level than everybody else, or we weren't going to we, we weren't going to get the credit. You know, my my and my dad would. If we didn't deserve to start, we weren't starting. Yeah. And if we didn't. If it was a tie, we lost. <laughs> it's the way it was going to be. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and Courtney's always held all of the, everybody in our, in our company, especially our, our family members, that standard saying, mm-hmm. you, you, you've got to cut it. You, you, you're not just getting a free ride here. It's not yeah. just yeah. showing up for a paycheck. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I mean, I've, I've never been told this to my face, the whole, the whole nepotism thing, but it doesn't, it doesn't make sense in my mind that mm. Courtney would hold back any sort of criticism towards me because for her it's easier for her to criticize Way me easier. than it is for anybody else i'm her brother <laughs> right yeah. i mean she's been right. she's he's been gonna love me, me still yeah. you know <laughs> yeah i can't i can't be mad at her for she's more than like 48 hours yeah. or else she gets mad at me or else you so, won't eat yeah, yeah exactly she won't feed me. <laughs> but it's it's easier for her to give me criticism so there's no there's no it doesn't make sense in my mind that there would be any sort of that toward sort of like uh you know she'd give me a free ride yeah. She is my boss. I mean, like yeah. 100% she is my boss. And then, you know. You're recording, right? <laughs> I've, said, I've said this to you before. But she'll give me. Noted. She'll immediately. I mean, she'll call me out in front of, you know, in front of everybody because it's just, it's easier when I need to be called out. She, It's it's her brother. She yeah. can say, hey, no, no, not even close. Like, that was dumb. You know, that that's a dumb mistake. You shouldn't have done that. So it doesn't, like all yeah. that, like I've never... And yeah. I didn't start, like, Courtney didn't hire me at the outdoorsman's Floyd did. Yeah. And that is another person that will absolutely <laughs> not let you get away with anything. Yeah. So yeah. I've got two people, you know, two people above me that I don't have to worry on a, on mm-hmm. a daily basis whether or not I did something wrong because mm-hmm. they would have told me uh, immediately. And it's, it's makes it, I think it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, and that's why I, why I was about to give credit to our mom my dad's wife, Carla. Hey, mom. Still, um, still my wife. Still, yes. yeah, we my think. first wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, she taught us to not, you know, she she calls it cancer. To not let people that are cancerous stay in your life, and and then to also never let relationships become cancerous. And yeah. she's taught us so much about you know family and and. And it's almost like she's clairvoyant because it's not like she was taught that you know, she'll probably kill me for saying this, but it's not like she was taught that by her family. Like she just somehow figured it out yeah. along the way. And, um, she just made it very clear from an early age that my relationship with my brother and my relationship with my father and, and with her was absolutely number one. And 
through that, I've been able to create, you know, secondary relationships as we go on. But yeah. it's, yeah, I, 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 we owe her a lot of credit, I think, for mm-hmm. allowing us to have like a really functional family. She insisted on never being dysfunctional. And yeah. she was a, you know, she worked at the state hospital when we were growing up, the state and county hospitals. Oh, um, wow. Now she works at the VA. So it's not like the stories have gotten any like more normal necessarily, <laughs> but she, yeah. she worked at, you know, with prisoners and, and criminally insane people. And we'd come home and the drama stopped. Like mm. no drama. We're not going to yell at each other. We are not going to hold grudges. We are not going to be assholes to each other. We are not going to lie to each other. Like there was absolutely no tolerance for all the BS you see on like reality TV. In fact, she yeah. never let me watch reality TV. <laughs> Pissed me off as a kid. Like because she said it's Sheltered. sickness. Like this stuff is sickness. And she would always say that. That's sickness. Yeah. And so we've never like let that in our relationships. When I'm pissed off at Mark, he knows about it. We don't drag it on. I don't hold grudges. Like, you know, and, and yeah. same with us. Yeah. Like I I don't think yeah. we my dad and I like rarely get mad at each other I think like once in our entire relationship maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. what was that about I remember you snapped about. at me once like 10 years ago <laughs> yeah we were sitting at the kitchen table it no. still haunts me I don't even know what we're talking about it was something about a trade show Anyway, uh, but you we, know, we uh, don't let things fester yeah. and that's my mother teaching us not to let sickness yep. get into our relationships. And out. I owe her so much for that. And same with people. If someone's a cancer, you cut them out. Yep. And she has been really good at teaching us how to do that. Mm-hmm. Most of the time she tells us two years before we actually make that decision to do so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but says, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. Listened. She's yeah. and ask anyone that like ask all of our friends in this industry and whatnot. And I'll tell you they love Carla. So. I think my friends <laughs> hang out more. I think they hang out with my parents more than they actually see me now. Yeah. They all still yeah. live in the same city as my parents. Yeah. And I hear from my friends all the time that, yeah. oh, hey, I saw your dad the other day. I was like, I haven't seen you in two months and you're having drinks with my dad. With my... Like, yeah. yeah like, your yeah, mom helped pretty... me out the other day. I had a problem yeah. at work and your mom talked me through it. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Oh, cool. I haven't talked to her yet today. Yeah. But... She's awesome. But yeah, yeah. We, when we get together, you can imagine, you know, a family dinner with the mm-hmm. three of us and then my wife, who's not really involved in the industry. You know, we'll start talking about business, and she's like, "Well, what about you know what's going on with the the relationships?" Yeah, yeah. that's what she's in, yeah. concerned about the relationships, and, and yeah, and, and, and we and glaze really over those a lot of times. Yeah, mm-hmm. we kind of need to go back to the it. The relationships are, you know, another thing. I think it's why our companies are so successful together mm-hmm. is the relationships are the most important. Yeah, I mean, they really are. I mean, the people are the, our people are number one. That's mm-hmm. our greatest asset we have. With wilderness athlete, it's not worth a dime without the people behind it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we are we are a family. That's why we're here with a with an Airbnb, and we're all going to be you know cozy and <laughs> sharing thing. two bathrooms basically yeah. because yeah, we have one of them. And, <laughs> yeah, because we all train together, we we hunt together, we hike together. Yeah, uh, and uh, and you know the relationships are number one. I yeah, mean, we're all wondering how Ange and Jesse just had their their baby, but two days three, ago, two days ago on the twelfth. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're all more excited about that than being at a great show. Yeah, you know? I'm excited to go yeah. home and meet her. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we have lots of families working within our families too, or yeah. within this family. It's right. not just the Denims. We've got yeah. the Paulsons too. Yeah, the Paulsons. Um, yeah. And we've got Matt and Ashley and, yeah. and Paige. Um, the Hume family, or the, they all, Paige is wood. But mm-hmm. yeah, we've got lots of brothers, sisters, husbands, mm-hmm. wives all throughout. And I mean, yeah. Blake is sitting over there listening. He grew up with Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got roofed, roofed yeah, in. He's my, my best friend's brother. Yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, that's the only reason we know each other. And, yeah. he, you know, he texted, he actually texted my dad one day. And the, the only reason he knows, you know, that this family is because of, you know, the relationships that we have. And immediately, like as soon as he, because of that relationship I have with his brother, immediately when he says like, Hey, I'm interested in, in interviewing for a position. Like I've got, I, I've known him for so long. We have such a good relationship that that's got an immediate like foundation to it. Yeah. You know, that, that sort of, you know, recognition from his brother. So it's a definitely the companies are built off of relationships yeah. and, and, and mm-hmm. human, you know, human to human contact for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I would say I'm more, I'm more excited about the, all three companies right now than I ever have been because of the people that are involved at this moment in time. Mm -hmm. It is, I mean, all three companies have this amazing group of people and 
we've added a bunch of people that are just killer over the last like six, seven months. And it feels like, I mean, granted, we've been on the road with each other for like a month. So maybe it's just like Stockholm syndrome. Is that yeah, yeah. present yeah, with people? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but so maybe yeah. it's just There's that talking. We've been in this Airbnb, but it does right. feel like a big family. And I, I really actually enjoy being around these people every day, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. And, yeah. and not just like, you know, my blood. I enjoy being around the rest of them that aren't necessarily blood. Yeah. Right. Well, they're not blood. Not, not necessarily. <laughs> they're really not, I don't think. I don't we don't know. know. Yeah. Again. No okay. They're not blood. Take it from me. Yeah, okay. maybe. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <Eric>. <laughs> nice. For all three of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, it's 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 easy. Yeah. For sure. It's, it's fun to go to work. Yeah. We're talking about yeah, having yeah. to go to work on Monday morning and... um. Like the guys are going to get back that one's in. That's going to be a little rough. Yeah, that's going to be rough. But like we're all going to get in late and then the guys are going to drive all night from Sunday night or, you know, they're going to leave here oof. Sunday and drive 10 hours back home. Yeah. And we're talking about meeting. Monday morning, which is technically a holiday and whether or not we should close the office at Wilderness Athlete because we all need a break. And then I'm looking at it. I'm like, no, no. Like I still want to be there. Yeah. Like I still want to yeah. go. I still want to yeah. see their faces. And I know we all need a break, but. I just, I'd rather see their faces. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's not, it's not like work when you get to, right. to go, to look forward to going in yeah. to, to be a part of that each exactly. time. And yeah. that's, and I, I think the, when it's done right, that family dynamic, which some people can't relate to because of other family issues or whatever, that it's, when it's done right, it can really add an extra level. Like you said, that can be an openness that you can't necessarily have with just someone that's right. a, at an yeah. employee level or no, just an no, outside connection. Yeah. There's no, I mean, there's, there's no <laughs> way as a, you know, as, as not, if she wasn't my sister. There's no way I could communicate with, you know, my boss, like, like the way that we communicate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just opens up an entire, you know, another, you know, way of communicating that most people can't do with their, you know, with their direct superior. And mm-hmm. it just makes everything 10 times easier. Yeah. And that goes back to my yeah. wife again. Cause like yeah. when these two were young and they would fight, uh, our, our, her solution to that was no friends. Mm-hmm. You guys go into Grounded. one room and she used to work it, it out. She used oh. to call it, um, call it? uh, dang it. Brother sister bonding time. No. Oh, yeah. bonding. Just, that's all they could do. They, they could only <laughs> yeah. play with each other. Oh, wow. um, so, like lockdown or something. Uh, yeah. What's yeah. Hey, you to kill me with <laughs> lock in. Like, yeah. People ask us all the time how Steve and I work together and we worked together before we were together. So Steve has worked for our companies longer than we've been together. Um, and I'm like, I look at them. I'm like, how do I, like, how do you not work with them? I don't even understand how you like do it the other way. Like, yeah. how do you go and do, and I get it. Like, obviously it's probably very healthy and normal to like go to two separate jobs every day and then come home and talk about them. Yeah. But it, this is our whole life. Like yeah. it's different when, when you're entrepreneurs, which we still are. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call us like, you know, business moguls by yeah. any means. We're still like grinding eight, yeah. you know, 16 hours a day, a lot of the times. Yeah. And if your partner's not involved in that, if you're, if your brother, if your father, you can't call them and be like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm tired. <laughs> I need your help. Yeah. Um, and for them to understand that, I can't imagine it, when people ask, how do you work with your boyfriend, father, brother, and pretty much all your best friends on a daily basis? I'm like, how do I work without them? Like, I, yeah, I can't imagine life yeah. without these people. Like, yeah. it would be, I wouldn't do this. Right. It would be yeah. crappy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it, we definitely, like, like my girlfriend said it before. She's like, it's kind of weird how well you get along with your sister and i was like well don't tell people it's weird i mean it's it's not it's I mean, that's <laughs> the thing is like you spend most people with their siblings and their and their you know their parents yeah. they're like they don't spend that much time mm-hmm. with their their siblings and parents and i was like yeah it's definitely at sometimes i'm like okay you know i can i can go a day like we can we can take a break well mm-hmm. you asked to come over and i don't want you to come over and you get all butthurt I about dinner. it <laughs> i gotta get dinner every once in a while there's yeah. some nights where yeah. i'm like i don't want to connected cook, and, and i yeah. know courtney's gonna and you want to hang out with steve on the couch and watch a movie <laughs> yeah and i'm like Jeez. want a romantic evening and with my boyfriend and you want to come over and watch a movie with him instead i take precedence <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently family, so family apparently number one so. Courtney, you said it earlier to steve yes <laughs> yes he's family Dan. yes he is. there's <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's something that I think it's like I said it's it's very it's very special and and that I can relate to as well because mm-hmm. I work with my brother we're both partner um, right. owners in our in yeah, our absolutely. business and and it, it's it's that same and you guys it's, both it's work level. for your dad right we talked yeah, about this growing when we were in up Montana. doing you know we both managed different crews right. but also worked you know simultaneously with our dad and also 
other sisters we work together as well yeah. and and the same thing people can't understand how how that's even possible and 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 like you said i i couldn't see it any other way because you you have that extra level of connection it's not just a a, a boss employee relationship you're you're in it together and and it and it's amazing that you can have someone else that can have the same type of drive you know i don't yeah. have to look over my shoulder and wonder if my brother is also putting all of the effort because we're, we're both you know. bought in 100 percent right. and exactly. more so it's 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 that same you started off entrepreneurial you're you're grinding all of the time and it just but you love every minute i mean i, yeah. I never dread having to go back and and do the things they do and it's, so it's yeah. it's something that's really special and, and that spills uh, over to the i mean the hunting that we do <clears> i mean it's it's the same exact thing yeah. like a hunting partner that he's never been you know he's never been anything but my only hunting partner yeah and it's that spills over into it you can sit there in the morning and be like okay let's do this tomorrow and we could both most of the time just be like cool let's yeah. do that tomorrow yeah you know, it's it's that type of we've been doing it since i was six together <laughs> so i mean it was yeah, yeah. So you just it's, listened to him it's been a yeah. while what you just listened to him right for yeah. a while there oh yeah <laughs> no, i would make a lot of calls if i had to go now, hunting today i'd yeah. be like you just tell me where to go you just, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been we've been doing the same we've been doing the same hunts together for so long that now it's like you can go out there and I mean we talk a little bit about what we're gonna do but I mean there's some there's some exact hunts you know that we unspoken. go to unspoken yeah you just know what's gonna happen yeah you know you're gonna walk up there and you don't have to worry about you can look over and the other guy's gonna be glassing yeah I mean he he's gonna be working yeah All right so it's yeah. it's it definitely. It's the business world both is great, bought in. but yeah. the hunting side is having having that type of hunting partner that you can just be like, nope, don't have to worry about him whatsoever. Yeah. He can outwork me sometimes. I won't give him every single time. <laughs> oh, I feel like Yeah, but I I absolutely know. How much age difference? Uh, okay. Me 30. <laughs> just a few. No. Yeah. Thirty. Yeah. What? Thirty. Thirty. Oh, it's over thirty years, isn't What's it? That? How? Much older you are than him. I'm 56. You're 25. So yeah, 31 oh, years. Yeah, 31 years. It you doesn't were like, get any forget longer. I was I'm like older 29. than you. 25. Wow, that's, that's he's yeah, getting that's old. Yeah. I didn't get yeah. any older or younger while you stayed the same age. So I it's probably I was 29 years. when you were born, but it doesn't the math doesn't work out? Oh, uh, kid you are, anyways. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean it's that's yeah. that's a nice thing to have for yeah. sure that you can be like, okay, we've got to, we've got to get off this mountain. We've got to get up this mountain yeah. and you don't have to worry about anything. You yeah. know, you know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Or you can look at that mountain and be like, no, neither of us can make it up that. <laughs> like yeah. that's, that also has, you know, that's, that's yeah. happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. so, so where do you, where do you guys see this? I guess you had kind of alluded to it before just growing organically and not, you know, seeing, but where at least right now, do you kind of see, I guess the, organizations in, in general of kind of kind of growing into and then just is it just it's going going with the flow <laughs> yeah it, it's it's crazy but i think in this in the world we live in now to think that you have a two-year radar is it, it's it's almost just a waste of time you know yeah. I mean, you're you're burning a lot of uh, brain cells that yeah. you don't need to burn trying to figure out what the hell's going to happen in two years yeah you're way better off spending a whole lot of energy figuring out what you're going to be doing tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next month, the next three months, yeah. than trying to figure out where the market's going to go in the next two years. Yeah. I mean, we're always trying. I mean, we do have those kind of meetings Try. where we're, well, we're I, looking at it, but they changes so quickly. Yeah. I think there's a difference there between publications and print and like the Western hunter side of the business mm -hmm. and then the product development oh, side of the business big, with yeah. outdoorsmen and yeah. Southlake. Obviously yeah. we're definitely working on things that will come out two years from now. Right, so right. like, yes. I don't want anyone yeah. to think we're just but making that crap as, up yeah. on the fly. Yeah. But yeah. But so as far as how the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the progression of things though, because it does, it does change so, right. so much and you have to be yeah, able from to go a product standpoint, it can take yeah. a year just to bring yeah. a, yeah. one product to market. We're yeah. working on, yeah, multiple things, you know, that are, that will be out in a year or two years from now. I yeah. I feel like we're our company's kind of the the organization is at a a shifting point where for me and I, I think you guys agree with me we've made this realization that the people are really really like yeah. the key right and we've we've kind of figured out finally how to make that how to find the right people mm -hmm. and like right now we've we've struggled to find like really good people at the outdoorsmen's just like sales guys that want to answer the phones right now we have what three or four guys waiting in line for a job. Yeah. 
yeah, they probably know who they are if they're listening to this. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but absolutely. like, you know, good, good dudes. Yeah, and we yeah. finally kind of figured out like how to find those guys, yeah. how to find the right people for, for updated media, for the marketing side of things, how to find the right writers that people are mm. passionate. And I, I, for me, I feel like our companies are at a, a bit of a tipping point and you're going to see yeah. a lot of growth for all three this year, yeah. uh, this year and the, in the coming years. Yeah. Um, we've yeah. got, yeah. you know, Mark I mean, at the outdoors outdoors is going to, yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah. do now, like next show season. We're getting is our great, wallaby. We're getting our wallaby. <laughs> <laughs> show season is a back great. Story. Yeah. yeah. We'll do another story. podcast yes. on the wallaby. Oh, <laughs> Once we get it, yeah. Once yeah. We get it. We'll talk. Yeah. the wallaby will join us. Um, but outdoorsman's, uh, or especially for outdoorsman's the show season is a great, kind of barometer barometer and it's a great reference point yeah you can say like you know what did we have what did we have last show season what are the new products for this show season because you could ask face to face like hey what's new constantly when people walk into the booth um so next show season our booth is going to look very different um it's going to have i mean and I'm I'm we're gonna I'm gonna hold myself to this at mm. this point. We're all gonna hold ourselves to this. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a a lot of new stuff going on, and yeah. uh, it's going to be in the next year. It's going to point towards where we're going. It's not going to set us on our path of where we're going, but it's mm. gonna give us a general direction. Yeah. And then from that point on, it's just gonna. I mean, at this point, it just looks like it's just gonna go crazy. I mean, yeah. we've got yeah. we've got so much That's room exciting. to just do basically whatever we want mm-hmm. at this point and mm-hmm. we've got a Not lot of whatever we want but... <laughs> i mean the, basically the, the, the wine I yeah think the the space factor, is open wherever we space is open the you know. key factor is and i don't know i don't know if if you would agree with this or not, Dad. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, she's pointing um, at me. If you we, know yeah, I said Dad, yeah. so I don't know. Micah's not my father. Um, <laughs> Mark and I are, and I, I believe Chris too. If you agree with this, are highly competitive people mm-hmm. who really like to win. And um, quite frankly, what? I want to freaking win. I about myself. <laughs> yeah. so, and that's one one. Yeah trait i'd say our mother does not necessarily give two yeah, shits no. about no, no, <laughs> no. and she looks yeah, at yeah. us and she's like what like why do you care yeah. like you egomaniac but she yeah. loves us but i you know i've looked at these companies over the last couple of years and we've kind of been going through transitions with with at least outdoorsmen and wilderness athlete and um we're ready to win yeah like it's it's time and now we've got the right group in place and you know this team isn't going to lose. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, I, I said, it, I don't, I don't know if it's weird to mention another podcast on a podcast. Like, oh, <laughs> it's like, a, it's like talking about your ex-girlfriend but with we your were, girlfriend. It's like an inception. We future yeah. Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. We were what talking, podcast were you doing without me? Um, I won't mention a name. I don't know if that's uh, weird or not, but I, 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 another I, podcast. <laughs> we, we were talking to a, yeah. a friend on another podcast and, and talking about the, where, where outdoorsman's is going. Mm. And we have, at this point, at this exact day, we don't know exactly where we're going to be in, in five years, what, mm-hmm. you know, what type of products we're going to have, blah, 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 I can change. But I can promise you that we will either be the best or we will be working very hard towards being the best at that industry or whatever we're doing at that point, because it doesn't make sense to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why, yeah. why half-ass it? Yeah. You know, yeah. if we're going to bring a product out to a, to mm-hmm. a, a customer base, if it's not perfect at that point, it absolutely will be perfect in the future because there's no point in yeah. doing anything else. So that's yeah. that's one thing that will always be true for all of these companies. Very mm-hmm. much so. And we owe Floyd yeah. a lot of that credit too. Yeah. He's instilled a lot of that within us is yeah, the, the desire yeah. to build win it. and the desire to yeah. build something new. And, and maybe it's not perfect at first, but it's going to be perfect and we will be the best yeah. and we will you know, do it differently than everybody else has, has done it. And he questions every move we make. Yeah. He's not which one is of those awesome. people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's great because he's not one of those people that will give you the 100% like pat on the back. You did this all the way. 100, 110%. Right. And it's not a bad thing that he ha- always has just, Hey, you did great, but Here's where you fell There's short. One more thing. There's you one more done. thing. You if done. I were there, I'm not there, but if I'm, I'm not there, there <laughs> but if I were there, I would have done this. Yeah. You know, I would have done this. And that's, that's extremely important to our, our personal growth. And he does this with everybody. I mean, he does mm-hmm. with every employee that we have. Um, that's extremely important for personal growth and extremely important for the business too. Cause there's not a uh, Western hunter 
the wilderness athlete and, and outdoorsmen all have products and we all present those products to a customer. And if they're not perfect the first time, they will be the second. We don't get it wrong right that time. We promise it'll be yeah. right the third. And then if that's not right the yeah. third time, we're going to work really hard to make yeah. it right the fourth time. Well, like, and yeah. it's and especially for the outdoorsmen, yeah. along the way, we will have the product. better, best yeah. customer service in the world. Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. that matters. Call Joe. People. Or Blake. The people are, or Ryan. People are important. That's right. No, the pe- and that, that comes back yeah. to the people, you know, yeah. and like not to talk too much about the people, but like the yeah. products are great and whatever, but products are made by people. Yeah. Like even our, our relationships with our manufacturers and everything, yeah. like those have, have improved over the yeah. last six to eight mm-hmm. months or whatnot. And it's all comes down to having the right team. And yeah. if you can pick out the right team, another thing I owe our mom for teaching me and we're going to write a book. Yes. I've decided she hasn't decided. She, she doesn't know yet. She's Don't still, tell yeah. her. Him and but yeah. <laughs> it's established so yeah. we're gonna we'll please let us do a podcast about this someday yes but we want to write like a how a how to she doesn't know this yet okay i want to write with her help a how-to manual on hiring the right people ba- with like yeah. you know psychiatric principles behind right. it basically yeah. like how to and we've talked about it before but i think she's at a point in her career where she'll actually do it with me because she's right. going to slow down a little bit and yeah i the right people yeah. It's like, that's all it is. And that's, that's difference. why a family works. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in our business, there's very rigid, like the only thing I can look at all of our companies that we've done that was utterly original would be the tripod. I mean, the, the, the outdoors yeah. tripod, yeah. nobody yeah. knew they needed an $800 tripod till we yeah. made one, Yeah, you know, and that, that was unique. It was like, Mm-hmm. We did that before. Yeti built a $500 cooler that nobody knew they needed, or yep. Traeger built a $1,000 grill that nobody knew they needed. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. So my saying's always been, if you we're not first, so you better be the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, that's the only way you're really going to make, uh, you know, a space in this industry for yourself mm-hmm. is to be the best. Yeah. And in yeah, you can't have and, all the ideas. Right. I mean, you can't be no. you can't be innovative in every single. Yeah. If you do, if you do a lot of things like the uh, the outdoors does, you can't be innovative in every single facet of it. So you do have to let sit back and let other people, you know, do something, and then mm-hmm. take what they learned and take what you've learned from what they did, yeah. and and do it better. I mean, that's not. And if you hire the right people, they're going to come up with badass ideas yeah. too. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like yeah. our ideas. our new yeah. guys will will say things sometimes that we're like the hell why did we think of that? that like steven yeah. is light thing the other day or like why do we think of that yeah don't give people the idea tripod tripod oh, mounted tripod lamp mounted lights, lights. Right. now we just yeah. gave everyone the idea. do it do it it was steve berg's idea i'm giving him official credit <laughs> yes. he started it's, it yeah it's uh if we i mean we our new guys have ideas constantly yeah blake's brought a ton of ideas and a yeah. couple of which i think are really Absolutely. viable we'll have, that's the cool thing is these Especially the the three new guys that we've have at the Outdoorsman's, uh, one of them is is a is an avid hunter, and then the other two are. Uh, Joe was was in in the the hunting industry, or not the hunting industry, but the hunting lifestyle his most of his life. But then Blake's brand new to this industry and and mm-hmm. the whole you know hunting thing, and as as a brand as those three being brand new in the industry, like we're actually working in the industry. In the next year, we will have original products going out to our customers that those three basically thought of. Yeah, hundred percent on their own, and they're good ideas. Yeah. And they're good yeah. ideas. Like that's the crazy part yeah. is that's great. you you get that. You, the more people, if you if you got the right people, yeah. the more people the better. Yeah, you know, and the more the more ideas coming into the pool, the better. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's really cool. Like seriously, Blake is is has ideas sometimes, and I'm like. I, I know. I had. Like, that. I thought one day really I was like, "Why dumb. isn't Mark thought of this before?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're great ideas. It's it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It comes through great people, and that's yeah. and that's like you said, building building companies on on solid people. Mm-hmm. And I think right. that's absolutely just really a, yeah brings the genuineness, yeah. and especially when it's a, built around a family. I think that's there's a lot of benefits to that too. No so doubt. Obviously, you got to work through stuff, but yeah, uh, <laughs> they deal with it our turns denimness. Out well as well. <laughs> the denims is a yeah is an uttered word. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, we covered a lot of really great stuff, and yeah, and you. we definitely appreciate you guys coming on the podcast and and sharing. The family dynamics. Yeah, we did do a great as, job of keeping well it to a half hour. Yes, yes. <laughs> we went a little well, bit when you over. you said a half hour, I'm like, but, that I way. I mean, that's <laughs> with like one person, so you triple that. And yeah. then that's, yeah, that's, that's about, that's about right. It's almost yeah. midnight here. Yeah, I'm, yeah. 
four glasses of wine. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that, morning, you know, but it's the yeah. end. It's end uh, mo- mostly the end of the the show ish season, and and yes. you know things are winding down. So, but uh, we're just gonna know, get we're, up in the morning and do five hundred burpees. Yes, yep. let's that's do it. it. Like, that's all <laughs> that's <laughs> right. We call like Micah. Micah. FYI, and podcast no. listeners, no, <laughs> Micah can do 500 burpees in 40 minutes. Challenge him. Uh-oh. Let's yeah. do this. Uh-oh. There it is. Like, it's out there. <laughs> we Ready like Micah. <laughs> but the, not every day. We didn't not, even talk not, about not fitness. Not every day. We'll talk about that, it later. That's, that's a whole, that's a whole <laughs> other. Yeah. What do we actually do these products for? Well, let's, well, let's that's, talk about that. That's going to take more time. We need to respect the... Yeah, we actually be functioning tomorrow, yes. right? <laughs> Seriously, if we keep yes. recording. I'm gonna I might keep drinking. So. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, again, thank you all. Uh, so, you, for Mike. each thank each you. of these companies, where do we find out more about Western Hunter? Uh, uh, WesternHunter.net is everything's there. Our yep. TV show, you can subscribe to the brand magazine. new, yeah, brand, brand new, new website too. Really, launched, uh, thank you, Doug. Okay. Polished. Yep. Yeah. Shout thank out you, to Doug. Doug. Yeah. 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 Good job. Not Courtney this time. No, nope, not she's, me this she's time. She's on to other things no. now, so that's good. <laughs> I haven't made one in a couple yes. of years now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wilderness dot com and yeah. outdoorsmans.com Or if you want to talk to somebody, we've got some of the best people out there. One eight hundred two nine one eight zero six five. Memorized. Boom. Yeah, oh, I will yeah. give my hundred number one eight hundred three hundred twelve fifteen. You can talk to WA too. I don't know that one. That's, you don't know that? No, That's easy to remember. One. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Remember to Western Hunter Google it. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's not gonna. Paige is yeah. moving over don't the weekend. No, give her some time. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank, thank you, you all Micah. for being on here. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you're able to glean some valuable insights from this episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and let us know what you thought and your feedback. We would love to hear from you. If you want to find out more, visit silverlinefilm.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook under Silverline Films. And we look forward to seeing you next week on Silverline Behind the Frame.